welcome back to Chatterstorm. This is episode 20, which feels like uh, arbitrary, but kind of cool milestone. It is our first episode of 2022, and we have a special surprise for you. The prodigal son has returned to grace your ears with his honey's word, to lick your lobes with his silver tongue. God. Sam is back. Hello, I am back to lick your lobes. (laughs) Is that a little much? Yeah. I I mean... No, it's a new year, Josh. It's fine. Everybody appreciates it. Sammy, if you want to... If you want to lick your lick people's lobes, Sammy, you go right ahead. I'm, I'm happy to start the year licking people's lobes. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great use of alliteration. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I am back. I've had a I had a break mm-hmm. from the podcast for a little bit, but I'm glad to be back with a new year. First episode of the new year. Looking forward to it. It's going to be all cool and fun. So our last episode, we had the Stormy Awards where we wrapped up 2021. Um, and 2020 and 2021 were massive years for Magic. It, it, when you consider the huge history that the game has, the last couple of years have been momentous in some of the changes that we've seen. And I think that 2022 is going to keep that ball rolling. I think we can expect some uh, new, innovative uh, and big things from Magic this year. And so I've put together a handful of predictions and, and I want to know what you guys think, whether you agree with these predictions and whether you think that these are good things for Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. Ready to jump in? Yes. Let's jump in. Let's dive in. Okay. So uh, I've gone in roughly chronological order for, uh, you know, how, in order of what sets we're going to be seeing this year. Um, so first, a prediction about Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. I predict that the Wanderer will return, but that we won't get a solid answer about their identity. Mm-hmm. I think that makes the most sense because, well, it, it depends again because we know the Wanderer is coming back, but it's mm-hmm. also if the Wanderer's home is Kamigawa, if that's the plane that they're originally from, I think it would make sense for them to kind of reveal a bit more of who they are and actually do the whole. This is who the wanderer is blah, yeah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. but if they're not from kamigawa and they're kind of just like planes planes visiting uh, as mm-hmm. opposed to planes walking um then yeah maybe their identity will stay sort of concealed and uh yeah there's still more to see from them we'll see yeah mm-hmm. so for those that don't know the wanderer is a planeswalker that first showed up in war of the spark um and they're this mysterious character that doesn't really have an identity um that can planeswalk but can't control it so they unwillingly are forced to planeswalk. We don't know why, we don't know who they are, but they showed up in War of the Spark, uh, kicked some ass, and then just disappeared again. Mm-hmm. And that's really all we know. Um, it's a white planeswalker, and the War of the Spark planeswalker was an uncommon that had the static ability that prevented non-combat damage to you and creatures you control. And it had a minus two or minus three that exiled target creature with power four or greater. Um, and then the Wanderer was also depicted on a uh, a spell called the Wanderer Strike, which was uh, like an instant or sorcery that exiled target creature with power four or greater, and then you proliferate. Hmm. So those mechanics uh, proliferate, exiling powerful creatures um, and preventing non-combat damage uh, are kind of 
those are the abilities we've seen associated with the Wanderer. They're fairly controlly abilities. So maybe the Wanderer will be the, you know, uh, a control piece that we get in Kamigawa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't think that from a lore perspective, we'll actually get an answer because I do feel like the mystery is quite new and undeveloped. And I think that wizards should, or or at least will want to, develop the mystery a bit more before giving us that kind of satisfaction of finding out who the wanderer really is like it doesn't feel yeah, like yeah. what we've seen of magic's law this last year uh it doesn't feel like this is the time to unveil that mystery which makes um, sense so, yeah yeah so, so i think we'll see the wanderer but i don't think that we'll actually get a ton of information i think the information that we do get is just going to leave us wanting to know more because mm. as well another um, thing as well the mm. the planeswalker card from more this fuck i'm pretty sure it was just called the wanderer right there was no like yeah. other title yeah or yeah so i wonder how they're going to do it with kamigawa if it's going to be like the wanderer the something something or, or maybe she's going to have a name <laughs> yeah i don't know like maybe she'll have a name this time or no we'll see what happens well that's true uh most of the time planeswalkers are named with you know their actual name have and like then a title, a title. Yeah. yeah yeah like teferi time raveler um or i can't think of any other planeswalkers oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes another um, thirty thousand. yeah yeah uh but there have been some exceptions to that like professor onyx for example yeah um Lord you know Wind professor Bruce. onyx and the wanderer are two examples of planeswalkers where their identity isn't clear um mm. on the on the kind of just in the in the in the name of the card yeah um, I, what's the what's the type line on the wanderer though is it it must be just wanderer i'd imagine right? so oh yeah planeswalker type yeah let's go to google so it's legendary planeswalker and then oh, it yeah, has just no other yeah, just subtypes. Legendary planeswalker. Interesting. That's pretty cool. which is actually very interesting so most planeswalkers like the fairy or even professor onyx um, has the legendary planeswalker supertype and then the Liliana subtype. So it, it's yeah. a Liliana card, and that confirms that it is Liliana. The Wanderer has no subtype. Mm. Oh, that's kind of intriguing. That's cool, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they've done a good job in in yeah. Okay, all right. That, that's that's fascinating, and I'm not sure where that's going. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, yeah, I didn't didn't uh, didn't pick up on that the the first time I saw that, but yeah, no, that's nor did I. No, I've only just noticed that now. But yeah, well, this I'm is what I love about the Wanderer. I I really like the card. It's kind of a shame that it wasn't really playable ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I really like Very the trash. card. Uh, it does seem that the character is inspired by some of the same things that inspired Neon Dynasty. So. Uh, or Kamigawa in general, so I wouldn't be surprised if they were from Kamigawa, mm. but we will see. Yeah, it, it's a big mystery. It's a very, very cool mystery that Magic has kind of like they planted the seeds for this a couple of years ago, um, and I think that they're going to revisit that in Neon Dynasty. I think that's yeah. might or might be confirmed actually. Um, I'm not sure, but yeah, yeah. We're, we're, I'm sure we're going to see the Wanderer, but I don't think that we're going to get. You know, uh, anymore? Yeah, we're not going to get all the answers. I don't think. I would, I would like to think that that would be the case, and that would make it, you know, keep up the suspense a little bit. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. We'll see. For sure. Cool. Okay, 
So my next prediction is about the streets of New Capenna, which is the second major set that we're expecting to be released mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. So what we know about the set so far is that it is inspired by the kind of 1920s um, gang, like New York gangster crime family uh, swing scene. Yeah. 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 Um, so New Capenna is a city that was um, created uh, by angels. It mm-hmm. was originally going to be called New Celesta, actually. But I, I think that because of the Celestus, they renamed mm. it to New Capenna. Um, okay. New Celesta sounds a lot more angelly. Uh, but yeah. it yeah. was a city that was created by angels. However, it is now run by five crime families, mm-hmm. uh, who, which are headed up by demons. <laughs> um, we so- know that Elspeth has strong ties to the plane. Yeah. Okay. So I'm expecting an Elspeth card. What's um, the plane called? Is it called Capenna? You know, I, I don't assume... actually know. Hmm. Yeah, I would assume that the plane <laughs> I don't think, is I don't think the plane's yeah. been disclosed yet. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So it's similar to Strixhaven, which, uh, so the plane was called Arcavios on Strixhaven. Yes. Um, yeah. Strixhaven was just the name of the college campus. New Capenna is the name of the city. I don't think the plane's been disclosed. No, it says uh, a yet undisclosed plane. So, ah. Yeah. yeah. Yet to see. Um, cool. I also, so I do believe, these are not my predictions, but uh, I, I do <laughs> believe that we'll see an Obnixilis. Um, I would like to, card. yeah probably a planeswalker since he is a planeswalker now but obnixilis is a demon and is a planeswalker um so i would not be surprised if he was linked to one of the crime families in some way makes but sense it, it kind of, mm. he's i think he's the only demon planeswalker um so i wouldn't i, I think we can Although, expect to see him. i wonder i wonder if him being a planeswalker he's now moved on to better things than the crime family war He's now like, oh, I don't need this anymore. I can travel yeah, anywhere. Yeah, he can just go every once. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe. Maybe he's the uh, start so, of the war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we'll... I don't know. I don't know how he's going to be involved. Um, but uh, I reckon out. we'll yeah. see an Obnixilis card. Um, my prediction, though, about Nuka Pena is that the crime family colours will be Esper, Grixis, Jund, Naya, and Bant. Yeah, I think that's the case because they. Yeah, because didn't they confirm that? Yeah, the, the... didn't we know that anyway? We didn't know that it would be those no. colors. Okay. We, we knew um, that we knew they were going to be tricolors. Tricolors. Okay. Yeah. And um, we just had the other five tricolors represented in Icoria, mm-hmm. which would make sense for them to do the other five this set. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that'd be the case because I've been waiting for a John to triumph for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is actually, this is one of the things I wanted to talk about. Um, so in Ikoria, we got um, five of the ten three-color kind of groups. Um, yeah. And we got triomes as pretty decent lands that had cycling and they had the land types. Um, and they were pretty type, decent yeah. three-color lands. Like, they, were, they were really good three-color lands printed at rare. Do you think we'll see triomes printed in this set? I, it would make the most sense for the rare land cycle to be triumphs. I don't think they'll be the same, like cycling ability and, and the land types. Maybe they'll do something different. I would hope mm-hmm. they. I, I guess in theory, I would, it would be great if it was the same. But it also, mm-hmm. I don't think cycling would be something we'll see in that set, which would make sense because because Ikoria had a lot of cycling as one of the main mechanics of yeah. the set anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would I would hope they would do something different with that. But I I would like to see 
or uh, my my wish list would be like a three color land that has the land types and then yeah and something well. yeah 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 so we'll yeah. see we'll see what it will be um i'm inclined to agree with you sam i i don't think that we're going to see the tr- the other half of the triome cycle yeah because um, especially because I... that um that triome cycle had its own names as well they weren't Tima. they weren't mm-hmm. yeah. um, uh, okay things like that they were ketria triome and which was which was relative to ikoria and the the, the land yeah the, or the, i think it was um yeah the lands in that plane so mm-hmm. it would make it wouldn't make sense for that to be on the nuka penna i would assume unless yeah. nuka penna is part of ikoria who knows yeah. that's true I, we don't know yeah undisclosed plane <laughs> undisclosed yeah we plane. don't know <laughs> um so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you're spot on. I think we'll get three color lands, but I don't think it'll be the other half of the the triomes, mm. um, because I mean the word the word triome itself is a play on biome, um, but tri and biome. Mm-hmm. Is, I guess, yeah. The etymology of of biome comes sense, from yeah. biology, uh, which links yeah. into the kind of massive overwhelming nature that is present in Icoria. And that doesn't really fit with Nuka Penna, I don't think. And also exactly. yeah. doesn't really fit. But maybe yeah. we'll just get five tricolor lands with land types and maybe mm-hmm. some other ability. Um, Pay four. <laughs> Pay four lands, maybe. You imagine. <laughs> Pay four for them Pay, to come yeah. in untapped. Yeah. Fifth of your whole life total. <laughs> what would you call that? Not a shock land. Maybe a... Um, what's the red card that gives you the choice to pay four life or your opponent draws three cards? Oh god! Oh, um, uh, oh yeah. I, uh, it begins with an R. Yeah, um, I want to say like reckless. No, re- no. <laughs> oh, risk factor. Risk, risk factor. factor. Yeah, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> risk lands. That'd be kind of cool. Risk lands. Yeah, risk we'll factor, call them yeah. risk lands. I quite like that, and that's kind of that's a little bit on theme. Crime families. There's yeah. risk involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think three color lands they're going to have to come untapped. Yeah, three color lands are coming untapped. Will just kind of overpowered. Yeah, that's that's really strong. Even at the cost of losing four life, like that. That's a huge. Especially in commander, like all it takes is like Mm -hmm. fetch land. I I get a three color land. Pay so pay five life in total, which is a lot. But like yeah, but in commander, commander you go to thirty five. That's fine. Yeah, and you get an untapped Mm -hmm. three color land. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's, that's that's kind of gross. Yeah, I, I don't know what we'll expect. I, I expect it would be something on par with cycling. It would be cool if maybe it synergized with blood, maybe? Like a madness okay. kind of, a madness-like okay. effect. Um, madness would be cool to see. Like if you discard this card, you can put it back on top of your library or something. Uh, I don't know, something that synergizes yeah, okay. with, with discarding. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's the prediction. We saw the other five, you know, uh, shards. You, you'd say, um, yeah, in Aquaria, sure. and yeah. so yeah, I think we're gonna see. So uh, uh, just again to clarify, Esper, um, Grixis, Jund, Naya, and Bant. Uh, if you don't know what colors those are, if you have a look at the back of a magic card and look at the five colors, um, pick a color and take the two colors next to it. And those are the color trios that we're talking about. So if you look at white, on either side of it is green huh. and blue. And that's Sammy's that. getting a card. Is that is that right? <laughs> yeah. I was just having a look. Oh. It makes yeah, you're right. So does that make them 
the enemy. Is, oh yeah, I was going to say how. What way round is that? Is that the? Oh no, that so makes them the. Well, that. So, uh, that what are they called when they're not the enemy colors? Ally, just, ally, ally colors. Ally. Okay. okay, so this will yeah. be the ally. If you take, if you take Bant for example, white and green are ally colors. White and blue are ally colors, but green uh, yeah. and blue are enemy colors. Right. So okay. it doesn't. It doesn't apply here. But yeah. Um, some people call them wedges because if you look at that, if you think of it as a pentagon, it's a big wedge rather than like oh, a yeah. sharp, yeah, right. rather than like an arrow shape. So, uh, but yeah, um, if you look, yeah, look at the back of a card and pick a color and look mm. at the two cards either side of it. Those are the three color pairs that we're expecting. That that's my prediction um, cool. for the Streets of New Capanna. Junda's the best. Just saying. Hmm. Team Jund. Do you think so? I I think Esper's the best. Ah, Esper sucks. No one likes Esper. Uh, Esper is very controlly. <laughs> Jund is just the coolest. It's, it's got got black, red, and green. Like those are the coolest colors. I think black and blue mm. are the coolest colors, which is why I, I lean towards you, Esper. Are you an Esper or a Grixis fan? I am an Esper fan. I think Grixis is too <laughs> control for me. Like I think it's... Grixis is just too nickel bolus defined. Yeah, Nicol Bolas yeah. defined Grixis. No one else can be Grixis because of him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I like Naya as well. Naya's always been a really cool one. The very like naturey kind of color pair. I've always found Naya lame for that reason. What? <laughs> what? Well, Boom. it's because Naya's Naya's normally okay, like quite lame. stompy. Yeah, um, like Naya Naya dinosaurs. You know, everyone yeah. likes. Dinosaurs. I mean, that sounds great. Yeah, I wanted to build that as one of my EDH decks, but it was expensive. <laughs> Dinos are expensive. Dinos are expensive. Yeah, because everyone likes them. Everyone likes dinosaurs. What about you, Sarah? What's your favourite three colour pair? Uh, well, of these five or of... I guess just all, all out of all, all ten. Of them. Well, I like the name Jeskai. I think that sounds yep. the coolest. Okay, yeah. Jeskai is probably my favorite too, to be fair. Jeskai is really cool. Like they, they, they had the monk th- monk theme. Mm-hmm. Stuff. My least favorite, because I'll say it before Josh does, is Teema, because for ages I thought he was saying Team of when he was playing a Teema Clover deck. <laughs> I thought it was like his Clover Team deck. <laughs> <laughs> so like for ages. Uh... I thought it was his team of Clover deck, and then I saw Teema written down team somewhere, and I was like, Clover. "Oh my god, <laughs> that's quite funny." <laughs> yeah, it's a real bone apple tea moment. <laughs> bone, bone apple tea. Yeah, yeah, I can, um, yeah. Team is pretty cool. Okay, so but yeah, we're anyway, going moving to on. diverge from the set releases and talk about magic in general for the next couple. Mm-hmm. Okay. And these are big claims uh and Ooh, i'd like okay. to know what you guys think so um first standard will be pretty much dead by the end of the year and alchemy will take over digitally where commander has already taken over in paper well what that just makes think? sense yeah yeah like even lgs is to this day even like i have a bunch of friends in different countries who are talking about their lgs experience and it's basically modern commander standard doesn't exist right now yeah. at yeah. all because mm-hmm. it wouldn't like nobody yeah. wants to play paper standard um i don't know it's just not the wave is it it's, it it's isn't yeah i just i couldn't mm-hmm. imagine now going to our local game store and people playing mm-hmm. standard 
Like, yeah. yeah. Whereas, like, modern is still a fairly fresh and freshly played format, as yeah. well as commander, obviously. So, mm-hmm. I think that prediction or that claim is is probably going to be true. Um, yeah, I don't think both of them can exist on arena like equally as popular. Or so I think one will one will overtake the other, and it probably will be alchemy. I think mm-hmm. it and makes sense for alchemy die. to. Yeah. Because Alchemy came in as well. Alchemy came in at a time where Standard was already so boring, which is why it's, it was so popular, I think. Yeah. And I, I think so too. I prefer playing Alchemy way more to Standard because Standard is very much a... Just, it's just quite boring at the moment. Mm-hmm. And Alchemy is a format that's going to stay fresh because of the ability to make balance updates to it. Yeah. Uh, and things like that. So it's going to stay fresh. It's going to always be getting new cards with Standard sets coming out. So, because obviously you don't just play standard for the standard sets because they're going to come into alchemy as well. So it's like mm-hmm. both of them are getting the exact same things. And yeah, I don't know. I think, uh, uh, unfortunately, I don't think standard is going to be good for, yeah. for a while. It's going to it's going to be dead, um, which is you know completely makes sense. So. Yeah, I think they've think? kind of accepted. Oh, you go. Mm. Well, what do you think the potential ramifications of that are? Well, do you think it's a good thing? I don't know. It, it's a weird business design, to be honest, because I, I can't see how they're going to sell packs very well, right? Because mm-hmm. you don't you don't buy packs for Alchemy because it's not it's a digital format. You buy them yeah. on, on on Arena, obviously. But in terms of physical product packs, um, I can't imagine there's much use for it, right? Like... Yeah, I, I think you are exactly right, Sam. This is the exact thought that I've had. Um, mm. So. Limited is pretty much not played on paper anymore because it is a lot better and a lot more efficient and a lot cheaper to play on Arena. Or Um, just online in general. Standard, for the reasons you guys have mentioned, isn't played in paper anymore. So if nobody is buying packs for Limited, then I think draft boosters stop being made and we transition entirely to set boosters. Um, If nobody is buying paper cards for Standard, then the weaker because the power level of standard is weaker than eternal formats mm-hmm. um the weaker cards will not be as desirable um and so if wizards wants to sell paper packs at the same rate they would need to print cards into upcoming sets that are desirable in eternal formats like commander and yeah. modern and pioneer and that's probably bad because that would mean that the power level of each set will need to go up yeah um and and if you can if you consistently print cards that are desirable in eternal formats the power level of those formats starts to go up very quickly um Mm -hmm. so I, i i don't know what impact this will have uh, I do think that standard will be pretty much dead, but with with paper standard and paper limited seeming to be phased out, I don't know what impact that will have on the power level of sets, on the price of magic cards. If a set isn't opened as much, then the the prices of those cards for eternal formats goes up. Yeah. Um, mm. So it could end up meaning that the cards in new sets that are good for eternal formats are more expensive. Um, or that Wizards starts printing much more powerful cards, uh, which could potentially ruin those eternal formats. So I don't know. I don't think the ramifications are really good. 
of this. Yeah, I don't think it's really a, a good thing. It's a hard thing to, to, to place because you can't, at the end of the day, you can't really judge it until they actually do print out the cards. Because even yeah. when, at the end of the day, like, if they print something that's really powerful, sometimes it is a good thing. Like, it's, it shouldn't just be overlooked as like, oh no, this is bad for the format. Like, obviously most of the time that is the case, like with, with Modern Horizons 2, I think a lot of people have been complaining about it because it completely warped the format, which it was, to be fair, it's what it was designed to do. But like, people just weren't too happy about it. And I don't know, it's uh, it's, it's a difficult one for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think at the end of the day, you're right, like Standard will just die out and, mm. and it's going to be i think we'll see a lot of changes for sure i wonder if it does mean though that they'll be pushing more maybe more commander paper products as opposed to like well i think i watched um maybe i think it was the command zone and they said like last year or maybe the last two years was the most commander paper products yeah we've like ever had in magic like yeah, sets had... had more commander decks and like mm. there was the was it strixhaven that had the separate like, had the in- five yeah yeah and and then adventures of forgotten realms had four yeah commander decks there's yeah they're doing a lot for these um the, the industry block as a whole i guess was four so mm-hmm. yeah i think they're yeah they, they are going to be pushing those separate commander only sets um a bit more i think than than standard which is yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about it because I, yeah. I do like I did like standard a lot. I just don't. I really don't like it right now, and mm-hmm. it makes me think like, t- t- will I ever like it again? And I just don't I, know how I... it comes back to be what it was before. I just yeah, I, I don't, don't think, think it can. It can. Right? I feel yeah. like magic as a community has just moved on from that. Yeah, yeah, which is which is good because when you really do think about it, standard is kind of lame, like how it rotates and you, you can't, it's so hard to keep up and yeah. it's still quite expensive for it. So yeah, hopefully, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Mm. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I, I do still, I would still enjoy paper standard, but yeah, it's, as you mentioned, Sam, it's just not been very good lately. I wonder whether that was actually, you know, long-term, in, in the long term was planned was was kind of what was we're trying to do to maybe wean oh, people off of it um, going deep into the deep into the rabbit hole yeah tinfoil yeah. hats on <laughs> <laughs> it was all a conspiracy yeah. all for alchemy <laughs> yeah when wizards printed oko they were planning <laughs> to get everybody to play alchemy three years later you know I what? Mean, was yeah, I would put it past them. <laughs> Maybe that's what the playtesting team really is. You know, they do this six yeah. years in advance or something. Yeah. Yeah. How long have they Your done about alchemy? Is to playtest. Like, if if this if the format's good, fuck it up so that nobody. Wants <laughs> to play. Yeah. That's the only that's logical job. way I can think. Omnath got printed. Let's be real. <laughs> like that card is ridiculous. Uh, anyway, um, the the thing I the only thing I didn't. Like the thing I liked about Standard was that I do like deck building and I like tinkering with decks, and that was a lot easier in Paper Magic uh, than I, I think it is in Arena, unless you grind a lot because the economy yeah. of Arena is yes, that makes so sense, bad. Yeah. Um, which leads me on to my next point. Okay. Ooh. My next prediction is that this year the Arena economy will be improved. Really. I heavily disagree. Well, yeah, when you lie. say prediction, do you just mean wish? <sighs> is that a wish? <laughs> <laughs> it is a wish. Um, 
so wizards year on year are just facing mounting pressure to yeah. um to improve the arena economy it is completely broken and they just continue to make it worse and worse with the new game modes new releases um they're releasing more and more products um i really think that there has to be a breaking point mm. where wizards simply have to make improvements to the economy and i think that it is going to happen this year if it doesn't then i don't think it's ever going to happen and that's yeah. a different it should happen because of alchemy i think because i have i haven't got into alchemy yet basically for that reason because i i, mm-hmm. I can't get into it i don't have yeah, the it's so inaccessible yeah i don't have the unless i pay money which i don't really want to do yeah um to get and even then I, i'm paying money to buy packs to get wild cards to then draft the cards that i want like it, <laughs> yeah it seems a bit ridiculous and that seems to be the general feel for alchemy people can't get into it unless they have grinded arena for a while before and already have really good cards or mm-hmm. have paid a crap ton of money or have paid a crap ton of money yeah but it is it really is a crap ton because i think me and you mm-hmm. had a conversation about this sammy where i was like oh if i bought what like twenty thousand gems and you were like yeah but that would only be 20 packs and that's probably only going to be like a couple of rares if you're lucky or something yeah that's that probably and that's insane to, yeah that probably, like if, if you amount that to how many wild cards you get i think you get like 26 rares in total like 20 yeah. 20 rares from the packs and then maybe like six and then as wild cards so. yeah and the what really more than likely the wild cards are the only ones you're actually interested in yeah like, the, unless the, you objectively are lucky the best enough ones, to, yeah yeah You'll probably you might ridiculous. get one or two rares that you actually wanted for your deck. Yeah, but yeah, that's, but the rest that's are just it. useless. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know if yeah, they will, at, but at I agree moment, that they need to. I think for anybody who doesn't uh, or ha- who hasn't done their share of grinding in arena already, the only way to actually compete at all in arena is to play a lot. And split your time evenly between uh, limited and constructed. And that really is the only way to be able to generate enough value to Mm. be able to play the damn game. Uh, And even doing that. So that's what I do. And it's still, I I probably spend 35 to 40 pounds per month on gems just to play enough limited. And, And that allows me to craft the decks and stuff that I want. Yeah. But... that's a lot of money that's Mm -hmm. that's about as much as i'm willing to spend on magic Um, and so a game a month yeah like yeah exactly 30 pounds a month is a massive subscription Um, yeah yeah and i think that we're gonna see improvements to the arena economy this year because i i think that if we don't um then then i just don't think it's gonna happen at all so i do think it's gonna happen this year it's wishful thinking for sure, because yeah. at the end of the day, the bad economy for us is more money for them. But so. then at a certain point, if like I think there has to be a point where people just go, fine, we won't play anymore. Like, and that's never going to happen. Yeah. But because you are right, Sammy, as long as people are playing, they're getting money, mm-hmm. and some people think it's okay. It depends how much they actually care. But year on year, it's the same thing. Fix Arena's economy and Alchemy. I think it's just made it worse. It's a really yeah. cool format and is probably yeah, going to be the death of standard, but it's made the economy so much worse. So it's, it's yeah. they've got to do something about yeah. it. For sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, man. So 
how though could the arena economy be improved in well, your guys' opinions one thing i think is really i can't believe hasn't been a thing yet is like wildcard conversion where you can mm-hmm. convert yeah. like a certain amount of your common wildcards into uncommons and a certain amount of uncommons mm-hmm. into rares because even now like i have I don't know how this happens with for me, but I always end up with zero rare wildcards and like 16 mythic rare ones. And I'm like, <laughs> can I convert some of these back into rares? Like, yeah. I need more rare ones as opposed to all these yeah. mythic ones. Because I, I yeah. you barely use mythic ones because they're yeah, most you only of the good really cards. Want... And you don't, they're probably all yeah. legendary. So you only want like two in and a so deck. Like most, yeah, like most of the good cards are all rares because there's just so many more of them. And yeah. yeah. I genuinely don't think there's much of a difference between rare and mythic rare in terms of power level. Like, mm. the most powerful cards it tend to be rare. Also, that because mythics are generally powerful, um, if you craft a playset of a mythic, it's probably going to go into many decks. Yeah. Um, as long as it innate, like, as long as the colors enable it. Whereas yeah. it's not the same with rares. No. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. There needs to be some kind of rethinking. Yeah, that's a really good... Like, I hadn't thought about that, but that was actually a great idea. Yeah, like a conversion. Like, conver- well, yeah. yeah, this is what wizards do. When, when they print a really powerful mythic, they want it to be able to be played in a lot of decks because that means more people will buy packs to get that mythic. Mm-hmm. Um, so they, they want it to be versatile. So like Loth, for example, Loth Spider Queen, yeah. really yeah. good in... in any black deck whereas something like sanguine brushstroke or voldaren bloodcaster literally only good in sacrifice in decks or life yeah like, yeah or, well, I think, or um, and even yeah you know an even like better example as well of that would would have been when uro came out because uro was he was pl- decks the decks the, the meta when uro came out was blue green and then choose a different color if you want because you'd have to play mm. uro for it yeah and they also like you can very it was very clear that they didn't want to ban Uro until Theros was kind of out of the picture, basically, because mm-hmm. they banned him like a month before rotation. And it's because they yeah. wanted to, that was the only card in the entire set of Theros that was selling packs because mm-hmm. Uro started to get up to like mm-hmm. 50, 60 pounds. And it, that kind of greediness was unfortunately very clear. It was very clear that they didn't ban Uro and they, they had an effect on the state of the game specifically because they went to sell packs. Um, yeah. And unfortunately I haven't seen very different mindset from wizards at all recently no. so no nor have i and we'll and this is that this is i guess this is the difference like you're kind of you've never seen you haven't seen an improvement from wizards over the years and so you don't think it'll happen this year i haven't seen an improvement either and so i think it will happen this year because it has to eventually it has to eventually mm-hmm. yeah we will see. We'll see what's. We'll see what happens. Mm. I, I do we think will. alchemy is the best chance for them to do something about yeah. it because it's. it's they kind of have. They have to. I think it's going to become the big thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like they're they're even basing the um, the because there was the whole drama about alchemy rebalances waiting until the, is it the PTQ that's coming up or the. Mm-hmm. Something's mm. coming up. Uh, a big tournament's coming up. A pro tournament, and they they released a statement saying they didn't want to make changes until after the tournament to get better data on it. And everyone's like, "Well, no, the tournament's only mm. going to be enjoyable when once you've made changes and it's a fresh format." Yeah, kind of thing, um, which is what a lot of the pro players were saying. But yeah, like you can clearly see they they're very much. I don't know. It's it's, it's a it's a mindset that's going to take a while for for it to change, and hopefully it does. But we'll see. Yeah. 
I, I think it has taken a while. And it's, yeah, okay. But we'll see. That's my prediction. We'll see if this year. Oh, well, that's the, uh, that's yeah. the one I want we'll to be true more than any other. Because... But unfortunately, I have to disagree with, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, going back to major set releases. Um, mm-hmm. The set after Streets of New Capenna, the major set release that we're expecting. Um, so uh, around this time, we're going to be getting an Infinity set. We're going to be getting a Dungeons and Dragons Battle for Baldur's Gate set that is a, a, a Commander Legends set. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know so that. So it's a D&D themed Commander Legends set, which I do think was going to be fantastic. Um, we're going to be getting a Double Masters 2022 set, which hopefully will have some fantastic oh. reprints. Um, Double Masters is always good to uh, yes, yeah. to see. Always good and some awesome reprints that uh, that I, I think we'll see. Uh, I don't have any predictions on what might get reprinted, except Wayfarer's Bauble, I, I predict, will be pr- reprinted this year. Uh, that but that's sense. not my prediction. Uh, the next <laughs> prediction is about Dominaria <laughs> United. So this is going to be a set that visits Dominaria again um, before... The Breaking, I think it was called. The Cataclysmic Event on Dominaria. Yeah. So it's kind of a prequel. Um, Okay. And my prediction is that Poison and Infect will make a return in Dominaria United. Oh, I'd be happy about that. That sounds scary. (laughs) Um, So Poison and Infect don't really have anything to do with Dominaria United. Uh, sorry, with Dominaria historically, Poison and Infect were printed in Phyrexian sets, like Return to New mm-hmm. Phyrexia most recently. Um, mm-hmm. But as we have seen in 2021, the Phyrexians are starting to pop up around the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, like we saw uh, Vorinclex show up on Kalheim. Um, and at the end of the story in Crimson Vow, um, Teferi says to... I don't know, Sorin maybe? I can't remember who. Uh, but he, he warns somebody of the uh, the Phyrexian threat. Teferi has been a major character in the magic lore for the past few years. Um, yeah. And he's from Dominaria. He's from Dominaria, So yeah. I think that the Phyrexian uh, kind of invasion or, or whatever it is that's going on, I think that that story is going to come to a head in Dominaria United. Maybe cool. the Phyrexians have found a way to attack Dominaria. Wait, okay. does that make sense? Because it's a prequel. I'm not sure, but oh, yeah. my prediction. What does it mean by my prequel? prediction is that is it a prequel? That's fine. So um, does, would it come? It. So does that mean it will come before the the most recent Dominaria set we had, where uh, we had um... where where is it? We oh, know. know very little about it, actually. So it's actually not yeah. confirmed that it's a prequel. Dominaria um, United. Yeah, it uh, it just says that we return once again to Dominaria. Um, and that's it. So there's very little information so about Dominaria yeah. United. So then, it, yeah, my yeah. prediction is that the Phyrexian threat storyline will come to a head in Dominaria United. We'll get a new Teferi Planeswalker. He'll be there. Um, yeah. We'll see the Phyrexian Praetors. And I think that Infect and Poison will return. That'll be cool to see. Think? I mean, on Kaldheim, I mean. we did have Finn, which is the only Poison yeah. card. Yeah, Finn. So, so he'll be in standard when Dominaria United comes out um, still. Because mm-hmm. I think I think the Brothers War is the core set. Is that correct? Is that supposed to be like the, the yes. replacement core set? So it'll only be there for a year. 
Yeah. I think, yeah, so for the Brothers War. So, so yeah, we'll have Finn uh, in, in there as well. Obviously, that won't have anything to do with it, but yeah, you know, we could definitely see see some, some poison and some uh, infect. Some infect. I would like to see, I think, because the big, the big thing has been Phyrexians recently. That's been the big bad yeah. of the yeah. most recent sort of magic sets, because we had like a little tease of it in Strixhaven, I think, because people thought that the, the the mysterious character oh, that was yeah. around was was a Phyrexian, which I, I think in the mm-hmm. end it didn't turn out to be, but they definitely like teed it up that way. Um, yeah. And then obviously Vorinclex is able to go onto Kaldheim somehow. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, I would I would like to see the Phyrexians kind of make a final showstopper kind of thing. Yeah, kind of cool I think we're going to see him again, and I think I think it's going to be super cool. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to it. Um, I I do think yeah, with Finn the Fangbearer, they kind of softly introduced Infect into Standard to uh, maybe yeah, to they, see what they heavily nerfed it. Yeah, <laughs> they heavily nerfed it. Yeah, and do you know what yeah. one of my gripes is? The 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 card implies that Finn the Fangbearer has in or, or can give your Death Touch creatures Infect because he has the Fang of Coma Cosmos Serpent. Yeah. Mm. So. Why doesn't Coma have Infect? <laughs> I mean, Coma can't have Infect as well. Yeah, yeah. Coma would be dis- <laughs> Coma would be horrendous <laughs> if it was like yeah. able to oh. give itself indestructible and had Infect and Infect. Yeah, and made it made an army of and three three Infectors. Infect, yeah, and could tap other creatures down, <laughs> remove blockers. Yeah, yeah, that would have yeah. been too much. But, but yeah, you are right. Otherwise, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Maybe Koma doesn't like biting people. Maybe he prefers using his coils. Which Throwing is what snakes he at people instead. Yeah. Maybe yeah, there was just one fang that had poison. Yeah, just one little poisonous tooth. So now he doesn't have any. <laughs> yeah. To like be fair, a that's... nail. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Mm. Yeah. No, that does. That is. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I'm here. I'm here for new infect stuff. So. Yeah, you do like regardless of whatever happened there in the same set we saw Voron Clex and Infect, and so mm-hmm. I think that does kind of uh, that does tee up a return of the Phyrexians and a return of Infect. And the only space I can see it happening this year is Dominaria United. It makes sense, yeah. since Teferi seems to have been chasing the Phyrexian threat. Uh, it makes yeah. sense for it to happen on Dominaria. So yeah, I, I think that's what we're going to see. I think that Infect in Standard, everybody's going to think it's going to be a horrible addition. So actually, I expect that a bit like Snow, it's actually going to be massively powered down. I ho- I would hope so, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I would hope that they would print things like, because before before Snow was reprinted in Kaldheim, there was no reason not to run Snowlands. Now there is because you have things like Raidane, or Raidan, mm-hmm. I always forget how to say their name. Hmm. Um so maybe they'll print something as a counter to infect yeah. just to make people yeah i think i think that would, that seems to be the design choice so yeah i would uh, i would i would assume that would be what they do so so yeah we'll see we shall see yeah okay um and then we'll move on to my final prediction which is final on prediction. the final major set for this year mm-hmm. uh, which is the brothers war which uh, is replacing the core set yeah yeah you said sam i'm not sure yeah. if that's true is that true I, they would have revealed the corset yeah i'm pretty sure it would be because it, it times up with the end of the year i'm pretty sure when the corsets would normally come out don't they normally come out in like q like halfway through the year corsets no 
No? I got that wrong? Okay, oh, all right. Well, the Brothers' know. War. Um, so what we know about the Brothers' War is that it is the story of Urza and Mishra. Mm. Um, and the, the war that they had before... I think before Planeswalkers even existed and before the, like, before the multiverse really existed. There's a lot right. of lore behind it. It's like ancient magic history. Um, so is this going to be and... like a proper back-in-time set? Yes. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. That'd be nice. So both Urza and Mishra and uh, sets like the Antiquities War, which are like old magic sets, which kind of depicted these events, um, were super artifact heavy. So I think it is safe to say that... Um, there will this will be an artifact heavy set i hope we get some affinity stuff yeah well mm. yeah maybe affinity but definitely some artifact synergy uh, i think that's safe to say uh, yeah. so my prediction i have two i have two predictions i guess about okay. this set um one that there will be at least one card which has the equipment vehicle subtypes so it will be an equipment and a vehicle. Okay. So think something like a mech suit, which could be, you know, you could sit in it or you could remote control it. And so it will have crew and like crew two and also equipped mm-hmm. two. Okay, yeah. Isn't there something yeah. similar on Kamigawa? Mm, I've not seen anything. I think there was something similar. There was one of the cards that was leaked was, it said something to do with like equipment, I'm pretty sure. And it was like... Uh... Uh, what was that? There's like a new keyword for Kamigawa, which doesn't, it's not a new mechanic because it's just like a, it's like when the keyword is something like if this creature has been equipped or has an aura or something. I think it's called upgrade or something like that. Mm-hmm. If this creature has been upgraded, I can't remember exactly what it is. Um, and I think people were, were discussing if there was going to be like mechs on Kamigawa kind of thing, the mech, mech suits. Which would make sense with the sort of yeah. cyberpunk theme. Cyberpunk theme, yeah. There was a... I can't find anything on it. What did you say it was called? Mode. Upgrade? I think it was called something so like that. So there is a... Well, com- one, of the one of the commander decks is called Upgrades Unleashed. Hmm. So I guess that... Um, so that... Upgrade could definitely be like a keyword that we see yeah. or a new mechanic that we see in Kamigawa. <sighs> But I can't. Um, I don't think see I've seen card. anything. I, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen anything that is uh, an equipment uh, vehicle. Uh, no. But yeah, one of my predictions for the Brothers' War is that we will see an equipment vehicle. Um, if you guys remember the mystery boosters that contained like playtest cards, one of the playtest cards was called Unicycle, um, which had crew one and equipment one and it was a one one and gave you a creature plus one plus one um yeah Yeah. so yeah pretty weird card but i think that that kind of shows that wizards have thought about this uh, have thought about having Mm -hmm. um equip and crew on the same card so that's one of my predictions i think we're going to see mechs in the brothers war and i think they're going to have equip and crew okay and they're going to be uh equipment vehicles um and my second prediction for the Brothers War is that it will break eternal formats. Okay. Break them. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think it will. Okay. Yeah, I, I think it will. Artifacts normally do. Artifacts are actually notoriously strong in eternal formats. 
Um, yeah. And so I think that it will. I, I think that, yeah, um, I think this yeah. set will have cards that will need to be banned in Eternal formats. That's my prediction. Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah. It... I mean, it is the big boy set, isn't it? So and I'm talking, guess... I'm talking legacy and maybe even vintage. Okay. Oh, We're going okay. all in. We're going like companion level. I don't know. Uh, well, and, the thing is, because uh, if it's modern. going to be a core set, they do tend to play with the power a little bit and kind of a um, bit more dangerous with it, right? So I did actually check that, and it's okay. not the core set. It's, it's not a, the core set. Dominaria is the core set. Or, well, Dominaria oh. is replacing the core set. Yeah, I did just I Googled that. Okay, so never mind then. Well, so maybe I think that leans more into Infect being a possibility because it'll only be in for a year. In for a year, that's what that's I was going to say, because yeah. they tend to play with the power for the core set. Although, that being said, Adventures of Forgotten Realms was pretty weak. And that mm. was our yeah, core set this true. year. Well, they did print the Manlands, which are busted, but that's the only thing I can think of. Um, so, yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know what their design philosophy is then. Because then, like, Innistrad was actually pretty damn powerful. I think both, yeah. both sets had really powerful unit. We had Thalia reprint in, in Crimson mm-hmm. WoW. We had uh some crazy stuff in uh in in both sets so so maybe we'll see some very powerful (laughs) oh yeah don't forget oh legacy band please (laughs) also i'd like to circle back as well the 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 keyword i was thinking of in kamigawa is modified not upgraded modified Um, okay modified is if a creature is a creature is modified if they have an equipment if they are equipped or they have an aura or something else i can't translate it i think it's in french um <laughs> but yeah it's uh it's a new keyword which doesn't add it's not it doesn't add anything mechanically it's just like if a creature is modified this spell deals two to one damage or something like that um so it's oh uh, um so it says uh deals x damage to target creature or planeswalker if you controlled a modified creature while casting this spell it deals X plus two damage instead. Yeah. Um, and it's an X spell, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so and then right. and it has in brackets what modified means, and I can kind of make out equipment and aura, but I don't know if there's a third word. Equipment, auras, and tokens are modifications. Tokens? Okay. Hmm. hmm. Well, how are tokens modifications? Are you sure that's correct? I feel like it'd be no. more like plus one, plus one counter. Than <laughs> no. Plus, to be <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's what modified is for Kamigawa. I, I, I don't know how that really fits with the mechs theme. So I guess that that's point is moot anyway. But there's mm. might, there might be mechs on Kamigawa because of the cyberpunk theme. Who knows? Yeah. There is going to be equipment and aura, I would assume, because of that keyword. Yeah. So we got that at least. But yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, if we see artifact stuff in Neon Dynasty, and then we see the Brothers War bring in some powerful artifacts, I think artifacts could be, uh, this could be a really good year for artifact decks, um, mm. like in Commander and stuff. And yeah, uh, my prediction is that the Brothers War will break uh, Eternal formats. I think there's a possibility that Wizards agrees and will underpower it on purpose, but I don't think so, because this is this is the conflict that we've known has happened for 20 years and we've never 
actually got on the full story on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I do not think that Wizards is going to pull punches with this set. Yeah. I mean, they could just reprint as a Lord High Artificer and then just uh, screw every every yeah. format over. <laughs> Call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just end magic there. It's like, all right, have fun with this in standard. <laughs> yeah. Bloody overpowered card. But yeah. No, I think I think that makes sense. It's it's a hard prediction to agree or disagree with because it's it's a very it's a very like uh, I guess there's not much to go off of that set except for the what we know about it, which is the name and what it stands yeah. for so far. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see for sure. Well, I think one of the other reasons that I'm predicting this is, and we touched on this earlier, um, the concept of artificial rotation. So with Modern Horizons 2 last year, the set was so powerful and had such a big impact on Modern, which it was supposed to do, but it effectively rotated it Modern. It rotated stuff, yeah. And, you're right. yeah. yeah. and so everybody needed to buy new cards, new decks, spend money on Magic. Um, so the reason that a lot of people like Modern is that while it's expensive to get into, once you're in, you're in. And once you've got your yeah. deck, it lasts forever. It usually Until can Wizards yeah. print a really powerful modern set artificially rotate the format and make it so that the deck that you have is just not playable anymore because yeah. the whole formats were powered up um and a lot of players dislike this they wish wizards would not do this because it takes the appeal out of legacy uh, out of eternal formats um and wizards know this but for them to make money off of, for them to keep making money off of modern players, they need to artificially rotate modern. I don't think they should do it, but they do do it. And I think that the way that they will do it this year will be in the Brothers War. Okay. Since there's no Modern Horizons set this year, by the look of it, um, there is the Commander Legends set, and I think all of those will be modern legal. I think. Commander Legends? Yeah, I, I think the last set was. was no, it? wait. I don't think Commander it? sets are modern legal. But the Commander Legend set isn't necessarily a Commander set. No, I guess like, not. It's not like a pre-con. You know, I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're but... not the most informative. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that yeah, I think the Brothers War will be how Wizards artificially rotates the legacy form, the Eternal formats this year. I like the word artificially okay. there. It's on theme. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, and yeah, that um... is it. So, yeah. I think we can wrap it up there. If you mm -hmm. are listening and you have any predictions for 2022 in Magic, send them to us on Twitter at ChatterstormPod. We'd love to hear them. Uh, and if there are any that are particularly interesting, we'll probably talk about them in future episodes. So, mm -hmm. thank you for joining me, Sarah. Thank you for joining me, Sam. Welcome back. Mm -hmm. and to be back happy new year thank everyone. you for listening yeah and we'll catch you guys next week Yay. bye guys i'm not awful at google you're really I used to work really in cool. IT. Like my whole Healthy. job was, your was job. just googling stuff. No, yeah, yeah. So in in work, I'm sure you were fantastic at Google. In real life, you're awful at it. Damn. I'm not awful at Google. Yeah, like he literally, <laughs> like 
you know you just think and you're like oh i wonder what something is and you just go to google to search it he just doesn't that doesn't compute in his brain to do that and then i'll be like why don't we just google it and he'll go oh my god that makes so much sense that's just because i i know a lot of things yeah oh yeah i have a lot of information in my brain to search through before i have to okay i just sound like a twat um (laughs) (laughs) you sound like you sound like wannabe sherlock yeah i don't need google yeah. I'll okay, search well, my mind palace. Round, Sarah White. <laughs> mind palace. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 